Hey guys, this is Michelle from Overpowered Podcast, which is a part of overpoweredentertainment.com. Check us out there for all of our podcasts and all of your podcasting needs. Uh, today, we are going to do Twig. Twig is a show where we talk about everything that happened this week in Geek, but it's not really this week because we talk about everything that happened last week. So, last week in Geek. All right, I'm your host, Michelle, of course, and as my co-host, we have... We have... Jasmine. Oh, is that my cold prompt? Yes, yes. Oh, it was so cold, I didn't feel it. Yeah, whatever. Say who you are, ma'am. <sighs> I am the wonderful, the amazing, the lovely Jasmine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she... she. You noticed, guys, the last time I gave her a beautiful opening, this time she hasn't earned it, so she just did. Yeah, I, I always earn my openings because I'm always amazing. Yeah, you did earn this opening. I'm always amazing. <laughs> anyway, let's not fight in the public forum. Jeez. All right. So for the... What is this? All right. So for the first two topics of today, we're basically going to go over the box office record breakers. Okay. So firstly, Aquaman broke the 10-day box office record in China. And of course, immediately everybody's comparing it to Marvel. So their comparison here is for Civil War. So while... Aquaman brought in 189.2 million during his 10-day run, um, first 10-day run in China. Captain America only brought in 155.8 million. All right, so well, I haven't seen the movie. Jasmine hasn't seen it either. We we're planning on watching it sometime this week. Jasmine, so how do you feel about Aquaman performing so well, as well as? All of the great, um, I guess, like, you know, pretty decent reviews coming out uh, after, their, I guess, the um, the release in China and also the, I guess, the pre-release here for, you know. Well, I've seen a lot of mixed reviews. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Like, I've seen, like, ones completely bashing it. Like, this is just a area with a male lead. I've, uh-huh. I've seen ones, like you said, that are glorifying it. But I don't know. Like I said, I went into this blind. Like, I went into the... Well, not blind. I had a bias against Captain... What, who is this? Aquaman? Mm-hmm. Um, She has a bias against all superheroes, as you can see. <laughs> you, like, made that totally clear just now. Yeah, I don't... That. I don't care about superheroes in general. But... Except as, for when they're saving your patootie. That's if they existed in real life. Everyday superheroes. Yay. Anyway, go ahead. So, it's just, I don't care. Jason Momoa is hot, so I guess that's the extent of my caring for this. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I, okay. Cool. That's not going to stop me from complaining about it. Okay. So, basically, she doesn't care about the glorious Aquaman. Okay. So, let's talk about then somebody you may care about. Miles Morales. Do you care about this little man? The only reason I care about him is because he is kind of intertwined with Riri. He, he's not. No, I mean his reception. So I'm trying to, like, he's a minority character coming into a character that was standardly white. So it's Riri. I find that he's very interesting. I like the comedic effect that I've seen um, this character portray into the Spider-Verse. I find him interesting. I haven't seen into the Spider-Verse. I've seen trailers and snapshots. But it really does make me want to watch it. Well, I'm glad because I was thinking about when I get the tickets for Aquaman to just do a like a, a two screener if you want it. But that's up to you. Sure. 
Huh? Sure. If you want okay. to, I don't care. All right. So the reason why we brought up uh, Miles Morales is because Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse uh, broke box office numbers for an animated series that debuted in December. So it brought in $35.4 million during its debut weekend. Well, I'm really proud of this. And the main reason why... Well, the main reason why is because I really, really want American audiences to take animated movies a little more seriously. They all aren't for kids. They can be for adults. And since this is, while it's family friendly, I think this is geared more towards adults than children. Um, what did you feel? Like, did you think that based off of the um, the advertisements and promotions? Jasmine. I mean, of course, animation, especially American animation, will always be looked at as child-friendly. Um, even though we have a few rated R animations, it's very hard for an American producer to say, cartoons are just for everyone, um, in my opinion. Why? Because I think that Americans are so used to stringent societal rules that it's going to be very hard to change. So why do you think it's hard for them to say that cartoons are for everyone? Because I think that they look at, like, you'll see, even like me, I watch a lot of cartoons, okay? Mm -hmm. And you'll see that occasionally they'll do an adult joke in a children's cartoon. But occasionally they normally do. Yeah, well, but that's my point. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they would necessarily de- dedicate a whole cartoon to adults. Like, even this one, I don't think it's necessarily for adults. It's not, but, like, I mean, I was saying this previously, that the only animated series that I know, and this is for movies and stuff, too, that are for adults are DC's um, animated series. Not like the... Not like, um... The Saturday morning cartoon stuff, but I mean like the movies that come out, those are geared towards like teens and up. I I can't imagine like little kids watching it. I mean they could, but it's not like they have to see it. They know the age of the audience that they're playing to in these. And then of course they have the little kitty ones, and that's how you get Titans Go. That's how you get um DC Comic Girls or DC Girls and stuff like that. Those are for kids, but. Um, if you watch the, the movies, they're for adults, in my opinion, or at least older teens. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, I hope this will, uh, let people know that you can come out with an animated series that's not geared towards little kids. When I say little kids, I mean little kids, like teens, whatever. But that's not geared towards little kids and have it perform well. It may, it's not gonna do the same numbers as like um Aquaman's doing it's not going to do the same number n- numbers as um like uh was a civil Lego war Lego Batman Lego Batman was for kids it wasn't for adults that was for kids that was definitely for children and anyone who likes it is a child I liked it so is a child no they a are child. amazing people who enjoy good movies they, they're children they're children amazing people who enjoy okay, good movies okay moving on all right, so Gotham, uh, I guess the TV series released their first look for the upcoming season that's coming back January 3rd. I honestly don't care about this, but I thought I should mention it. The reason why I don't watch the show, Jasmine, what do you think about the Gotham first look? I saw it again. I stopped watching Gotham season one. 
so I don't know exactly. Like, I feel like this is something we could have skipped, if I'm being honest. We could have, but, I mean, like, I just want to let you guys, it, it happened this week, so if you care, check it out. I personally, I'm not for this show only because I tried to watch it, and the only person that I found interesting was Kat, and then, of course, Bruce Wayne, but they're not the main characters, and that, to me, is a, a failure on a show's part. To make Jim Gordon the main character, I think is stupid. I don't care about Jim on that level. I like him being a partner. I like that, you know, a Batman. But if you... I get that they couldn't have the rights to Batman. Congratulations, um, DC, for not giving it to them, to Fox, especially since whatever. But, I mean... I just don't think that this was a good idea. If they were going to do a Batman series, they should have done it right and had the main character be Batman. It could have been a young Bruce Wayne when he first goes to um, Rachel Ghoul to learn the arts of assassination. It could have been like at any point, his life, it could have been an older Batman. It could have been anybody or any like, I don't know, point in his life except for this before he even thought about taking on a Kyle. Get out of here. All right. Any final thoughts on that? Uh, on the show, or you complaining about how? Either I don't care. Like, let us know in the comments if you'd like Michelle to do a Gotham review. No, we we're starting a new segment for shows that have ended. So maybe it it's it not ended. It's still on. It's I the last said, season. So. Yeah, but it's still airing. So <laughs> let us know. It might be considered later on. No, it won't. It will never be considered by me. <laughs> Like, if you want to do it, go ahead. This is something that I vehemently am against. All right, so Andy Mack, uh, actor Stoney Westmoreland, was fired by Disney after he allegedly tried to meet thir- a 13-year-old for sex. Jess, what are your thoughts about this? Uh, sounds like another day at Disney. Really? I mean... Yeah, I think you need to clean that statement up <laughs> before, you know, we the mouse you. comes here. Like, um, I feel like it's, well, not necessarily Disney, but it's Hollywood also. Uh, lately, recently, we've heard a lot of things about how people are preying on children in Hollywood. And this is only coming out recently, but it's not just recently happening. Actors have, for decades, been coming out saying that they were preyed upon, some people were passed around, et cetera, et cetera. So, I'm, I'm not surprised. Mm. Well, I mean, I don't have the whole story here, but I know that he was arrested when he thought he was going to do a meetup for sex. So it was a sting operation, and he's being accused of sending inappropriate materials, including new images, to a minor. And, you know, trying to entice a minor for sex. So, yeah. Uh, and like you were saying, unfortunately, this is... We're learning that this is normal in Hollywood. Um, you know, I, I hope things get better because I mean not for just the children but for everyone in general like it's like um I don't know it's like a cesspool of sexual deviance in the sense that you are preying on somebody else you're using your power your age your sexual your sexual you know gender like if you're a man attacking a woman whatever you're using your leverage to uh to prey on someone who is either physically or emotionally or mentally weaker than you. And I don't think that's right. All right. Any last thoughts before we move on, Jasmine? I completely agree. This is not right. And I do not mistake my 
casualty of the topic of discussing the topic with like agreeance. It's mm-hmm. not right. This is completely wrong. But I think that me personally, we hear it so often that I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. So the next thing on the list is the uh, what's the name? Kamala Khan. She's a 16 year old Pakistani American Muslim. Uh, who is going to be the new face, uh, well, is going to be the new Miss Marvel and possibly the new face of Marvel Comics. So, the reason why I wanted to talk about this is, while I'm not reading Marvel Comics, Jasmine is very passionate about all Miss Marvels. So, I wanted to know, what did you think about this? About Kamala Khan? Uh, I think she's interesting. I think that it's a great step forward. Um, I as Michelle said, I'm passionate about Miss Marvel, specifically because I like the evolution of the character, and I wish that they had gone with the progression as they did in the comic books. But mm-hmm. I, I don't think that they do that necessarily with as many characters as I would like. I don't um, understand what you mean by progression in comic books. What is progressing? Well, the progression of the character. For example, for Miss Marvel, there was Captain Marvel, then there was uh. Star Blast, Starlight, I don't remember who took on the mantle. It was a series of progressions that I think would have been good to see. You're saying there was a series of other people taking who up wore the, the mantle. mantle. Yes. Okay, because it sounds like you're talking about the characterization, like the character grew and progressed in life versus other people just passing on the mantle and taking it up to mm-hmm. further that identity for that superhero. Yeah, okay. Well, thank you. You're welcome. But yeah, I really would, uh, and I think it's a lot of characters in the comic book universe that have done this, that we just skip over to get to the one that someone likes right now. Because if we're being honest. You're so petty. I know you're about to do it. (laughs) If we're being honest, Carol Danvers isn't even the best Miss Marvel. Mm. No, she's not. And they even had to- I'm not agreeing. I mean, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying like, like, she is the one who's, the most marketable and to be fair they already have a black movie out and i think they reached their quota with that well no that's not even just they even re-ramped her story to try to make people care about her more like her backstory jasmine this is american history this is what we do so like i don't know like i'm writing an article about miss marvel so feel free to check for it during women's history month when they release this movie because they want to pander to women go see it women that's what you're good for. I'm so offended by that. <sighs> I really can't stand that. Like, they released Black Panther during Black History Month. They're releasing Captain Marvel, the the first uh, female superhero to have a title, you know, movie by herself. To have a movie that's all about her during Women's History Month. That's weird. Like, it just, it feels like you're being blatant. It's... And your whole pandering to that audience instead of just coming out with a good film and letting us watch it. I really wish that we were in a situation where we didn't have to do all of this. Where you can come out with a movie and say, okay, let's put this movie out where I think it will perform the best. Not where, what holiday is around here that represents this this main person that's going to be in it? Who does as that? As long Who as they're gets- a minority. It's only minorities that they do this with. They, it's true. It's true. All right. They don't even do it for Christmas movies. Christmas movies be coming out any time of the year now. But you do it for this. 
Get out. Yep. Okay. All right. So, Jasmine, you say you want to mention something about X-Men? Okay, so X-Men is in a bit of hot water because of their latest comic, um, Marvel over Uncanny number five. Mm-hmm. And in the comic, one of the mutants, Nathan Gray, he wipes out all of the centers of worship. You know who the- that is, right? Do you remember Deadpool? Yes. The second one? Yes. That's your favorite? Um, Nathan, if I'm not mistaken, is the one who went back in time. Cable? Yeah, Cable's Nathan Gray. Oh. Well, Nathan Gray wipes out all of the sinners of worship of the three world's major religions. At the very least, three. Um, and he's cleansing the earth of false prophets and doing a bunch of stuff. It's actually a pretty cool comic. Like, in the Vatican, in Mecca, in India. Why are you apologizing? Because, um, people have come out and saying that this is false god worship and that... How is this this false god worship? Based off of how you described it, I don't see... He's wiping out... (sighs) Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. Okay, so... The Hindu statesman, Raj Zed, in a statement said, It is very hurtful to the Hindu community when a popular platform like Marvel labeled a sacred and holy revered temple as a false house of worship. Oh. Oh, so that's what they're mad about, that they're concerned. You can't get mad about stuff like that. This is why This is why I, I don't understand people who get mad about things like this. All right, what you, this whole, everything... How do I explain this? So that your religion is your opinion. It's not fact. You can't prove it. You know what I mean? If um, you, you well, get what okay. I'm saying. Can I quote Neil deGrasse Tyson for a second here? Sure. Um, he said that there are three kinds of truths. There are absolute truths, personal truths, which religion falls under, and subjective truths. I don't know. I feel like that's a subjective truth. I don't know. It would be a personal truth because this is the reason I say it. Okay? Because to me, without a doubt that there is a God, there is a religion that I follow. But you that, have no proof of that. Right, but that's a personal truth. That's why it's personal. It's no, true it's to a, me. Okay, it's personal to you based off of nothing. You have no proof. You can't prove it to anyone else. You can't show anything. So why in the world are you offended that somebody else doesn't believe the exact same thing you do? It doesn't make any sense. It's not, I don't think that's the right attitude to have. It, like, even, there are personal truths, you're right. I have my own personal truth. But there is no way in heck that I'm going to sit there and be like, well, you don't believe what I believe, therefore, you are wrong in stating that I am wrong in my belief. I can't prove to you that what I'm believing is true. I lost the argument off jump just because I have no proof. Anyway, he continues by saying that it's highly inappropriate and urged Marvel to issue a formal apology for hurting the Did sentiment they? of Hindu devotees. So what about all the other religions then? I don't, I don't see you asking about anybody else. Like, there are multiple religions that got affected by this. So why is it that only your religion deserves an apology? And this is what I'm talking about. You believe that the other religions are false and that yours is true. How is that even... That doesn't even make any sense. 
you can't do that. That ugh, I don't know. I don't like hypocrites, and that's a big sign of being a hypocrite to me. You're not asking for the same treatment for any other of the other religions. You're not trying to protect them like you're trying to protect yourself. And if you don't protect them, then why do you have the right for to ask people to protect you? You should be asking for everyone. Mm. Well, as of right now, Marvel has not commented about it, so... I, I, I'm sorry. That irritates me. I feel like if you're gonna, like, you know those people who say outlandish things, um, speaking of, like, the American, um, constitution, right? Who say outlandish things, who are racist, who do a lot of race baiting, a lot of hate. And then wrap themselves up in God, yes. Well, no, I wasn't going there. That says all those things, but at the same time, I will still defend their right to say it. Because I don't need anybody coming after me for saying my thoughts. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, mean, I, I may agree disagree. With you. I may disagree with your thoughts, but I mm-hmm. will never tell you you can't say them. But it's very interesting that a lot of people will say that you, what you say is disrespectful and doesn't fall under X. But what I say, while it may be disrespectful, falls under X. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's interesting how many people like to selectively appreciate the First Amendment. Right. Okay. I mean, but what are your thoughts about that? Because I don't think you gave your opinion. All right. Um, first, let me throw on my Christian blanket. <laughs> that doesn't protect you from other religions, as um, indicated by this article. Well, no, I feel like I feel like that's going to be my thing. Like <laughs> That blanket is not going to do nothing for you. No, that thing but... is going to burn up. <laughs> like, you are the first one going to hell out of everybody. <laughs> but I agree with you, honestly. I don't think that, well, let me say this. I agree that if they're offended, they should be offended for everyone, not just themselves. I don't think that they should be offended. I mean, religions are constantly under attack. That doesn't diminish your followers. That doesn't make them less likely to follow you because someone says, hey, this comic book character destroyed these religious uh, symbols. If your religion is that weak, th- should you be following it is the question. And I feel like if you feel like your religion is that weak and it's dependent on Marvel showing it in a positive light, what does that say about you? I don't think it's a matter of their religion. Be- he the religious he- belief, yes. Yeah, I don't think it's like anything to do with that. I think, honestly, the issue is egoism. His ego, or since he's speaking for the collective, their ego was hurt by that and that's what that was and i don't know i feel like the moment you go into an argument with that you you automatically lost i wouldn't even entertain this myself now i'm very sensitive to other people's problems you know what i mean like if i ever put out something to offend somebody i normally my instinct is to apologize because that is never what i want to do i would apologize for offending you but not necessarily the way i express myself does that make sense yeah but But even with this, I'm like, no, I don't even think you deserve an apology because your argument is flawed. You know what I mean? Like, your argument is flawed. Like, if they would have came out saying everybody, that would be like, okay. You know what I mean? But she was like, no, only my religion is the real religion. Everybody else is a false religion. How dare you call my religion false? Like, I'm one of these people. I'm like, what? Like, I'm out. I'm out. Okay. I don't even know what to talk about next. (laughs) All right, so um, DC Universe uh, streaming platform 
uh, host Doom Patrol pilot screening. So we're actually going to, we're planning to do a, like once the last Titan show comes out this week, we're going to do a podcast about the Titan season one. Um, and Doom Patrol is basically a spinoff of season one of Titans. So how do you feel about this, Jasmine? Okay, They're so I've have seen their... the soft, I'm sorry. I, know. Uh, I just want to I just want to put a little contest. They're going to have their own series coming out February of next year. Uh, I saw the boy, the what is it, Beast Boy episode, mm-hmm. um, where we mentioned that it was probably going to be a soft open to Doom Patrol, so we get to introduce the characters and everything. Um, none of them I cared about. I didn't care about any of them. I don't want to see that show. I don't know. So I'll, I'll also say this, that the, the screening is only for the cast. It's not for fans or press or anything like that. So you're not going to find out any news about it anytime soon. But I don't know. I feel like I care more about this spinoff than I, like, than, um, I care more about Doom Patrol than I care about Donna or Dawn and Hawk and whatever. I, I, and I know they're supposed to be getting a spinoff or Dove something. And Hulk. Yeah, I don't care about them. Like, don't. Like, I, I had to skip their episodes. I really did because it's so freaking boring watching them on screen. And I was so insulted that how dare you set me up for Coriander and then the very next episode is Hawk and Dawn. Like, I don't care about them. Can we just concentrate on the actual main Dove. people for it's once? It's Hawk and Dove. Oh, whatever. Her, no, her name is Dawn and his name is Hank. And I confused right. their yeah. real names. Yeah, that was about to say, because you're, you're mixing up the names. Whatever. Hank and Dawn, Hawk and Dove, whatever. Look, I please. And as far as Doom Patrol goes, I will watch it. It's just like, I don't know. I do hope that the writing for them will be a little bit better than it was for that episode that they were featured. Like, while they had some funny moments, some of the characters I didn't connect with, um... You know, so I don't know. It's They didn't feel like a real unit yet. And maybe that's because the actors didn't really get to know each other well enough to build that chemistry that's needed. Is that a fair assessment? I mean, sure. But it's, is it true is the question. It's fair. Sure, you can always say that they didn't have enough time. But do you want to devote a whole, let, let's be generous and say hour to them? Like, and watching the chemistry develop and pretend. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. I don't care enough about Hank or Dawn. Oh, da- God dang it. Now you That's got me That's not going. even the ones I'm talking about. I'm talking about Doom Patrol. Oh, well, I don't care about them either, for being honest. Like, the only thing that I found interesting was that Beast Boy ran away after he caused so much trouble. Like- of course. They was like, you need to get out of here. All right. So, moving on. Let's talk about Spawn. Do you know who Spawn is? Have you seen Jamie movie? Foxx, yes. Well, you said with Jamie Foxx. Yes, he's going to be Spawn. Yeah, but I said, did you see the movie? I don't care. I'm not talking about oh, the new one. no. Uh, I'm so disappointed. All right. So, I love Spawn. I had it on VHS. I used to watch it all the freaking time. I love every moment of it. And when I found out that they're making a new one, I was kind of disappointed that they didn't get uh, the same actors uh, to play the role. I was like, Really? Really, you couldn't you couldn't get this man his his next shot at fame. Everybody knows he's a good actor and martial artist. Artist, you couldn't get him back. I, look, it's his name Michael something. I can't remember his name right now, but he was just on Arrow, and you guys know who I'm talking about. 
All right. So anyway, Todd McFarlane, who I guess wrote, who created the series, uh, the comic book, he has been trying to get this movie made. So I guess Jamie Foxx and Jeremy Renner are attached to the film as it stands. But guess what, guys? They didn't have any financing for the film. And he decided to announce that talks are heating up on getting financing for the Spawn movie. How do you feel about him airing their dirty laundry like this? I appreciated it. (laughs) So basically, he was like, these guys are broke. They so broke. They don't got no money to put to the table. Anybody got money? Because we talking about money right now. And these well, guys no, he them. wasn't putting them out like they the actors are never responsible for that. But... No, I'm talking about the the people behind the scenes. Okay. Like, of course not the actors. Most actors generally don't put up cash to the movie. Unless they're producers. Right, unless they're producers. But I just found it hilarious. Like, and I would, like, it was very much like when um, Damon Dash pulled up on, what's his name? Mm. Oh, um... Charlemagne the God? No. The what is it? Tyler he did uh he did a movie. He did Precious. Oh I know exactly who he's talking about. I can't think of his name. But he deserved to get that. Yeah, he he deserved that. He did. Like you wanna try to jip this man out of his money. Get out of here. But yeah, so I think that was it was a great I love it. I love drama in Hollywood like this where he's like, Mm, uh these people ain't got no money, so can you give me some? Because they ain't, they ain't about it. <laughs> yeah, and the guy who did Precious the Single, who did, um, um, what's that, that TV show, that Empire? Lee Daniels, that's his Yeah, name. mm-hmm. That was funny. All right, so is there anything, else? oh, yeah, one more thing that we're going to talk about, and this will be the last topic, honestly, because it wasn't really that much that happened this week. Unless, like, I'm missing something, the DC guys. DC thing. You, you forgot the DC thing that happened. Where the they what? found uh, Stargirl, the cast of Stargirl. They were, like, a lot of stuff happened with DC streaming. It is a, a Stargirl movie? It's a series. Yes, they're doing a Stargirl series. And they found a bunch of characters that are going to be in the show. The actors who will portray those characters. Okay. All right, so I see. I don't. I'm not familiar with the property. If I'm being honest, I do see. Oh, her. Oh, the only reason why I know who she is because she was on. Um, was the DC Legends of Tomorrow? Okay, I don't care about Star Girl, so whatever. Woo! All right. All right. So the last thing I want to talk about it is basically. I'm going to need all these news outlets to let Daredevil die. Stop talking about what could have been, what should have been. Stop interviewing the actors. Stop talking about, hey, guys, the production would have happened in February for season four. Who cares at this point? Is there really an audience who's this thirsty for stuff that could have happened with Daredevil? Like, Jasmine, help me out here. Jasmine, see, look, I'm always on my own. Yeah, I don't care. I'm sorry, I don't care about Daredevil. I'm trying. I was trying to think about something to say to come out, but like the ratings kept dropping every every season. The ratings dropped, so I I would rather have more what could have been with 
Jessica Jones if we're doing what could have been, what would have happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't really care about Daredevil. I, I made that clear previously, and I want to reiterate, do not care about Daredevil. Okay, so nobody cares about Daredevil. Stop doing these damn articles. Stop being so petty. This is like the pettiest thing ever. Like, if you're that desperate to... I don't understand the appeal of it. I really don't. I thought the fighting choreography was amazing. I thought season one was really good. But after season one, this crap got boring. It really did to me. It was constantly something like... I don't know, the annoying girlfriends, like, it was like some in-house drama, and you know, I really like in-house drama, like, hence me liking The Flash and Arrow and all the other stuff, but this was like, I don't even like the, anybody in here except for the guy, Matt Mercer, and Froggy, those are the only two characters that I actually enjoy, everybody else could have left, and that is a real problem. Murdoch. Matt Murdock. Um, well, who's Mercer? I keep doing it. I just, I keep calling Matt Murdock Matt Mercer, and Matt Mercer is an anime, um, a voice over actor, and I keep calling Matt Murdock Matt Mercer. I'm sorry. This is like the second podcast I did that on, but Matt Murdock. I, the, Matt Murdock and Froggy are the only two that I care about after that. Boohoo. All right. And if you guys have any topics that you want us to cover for next week, definitely go to our Discord. So we have the link within the show notes. So go to overpoweredentertainment.com, go to any Twig episode, and you should see the link to our Discord where you can put up suggestions for the following week or join in in the discussion of what happened this week or last week or however, whatever week. I I don't know. Okay, so Jasmine, final thoughts now. This was a bad weekend geek. I mean, nothing I cared about, nothing I wanted to see. Um, it's really just a regurgitation of the same news, if it I'm is. being honest. Yeah. Um, but we know that you want our regurgitation, so. Yay. We <laughs> love you all. But yeah, definitely check out our Discord. Join us. Give us some suggestions, because we definitely could have missed some amazing articles and or amazing stories that we could have discussed, and we want to do that. We want to make sure this show is good for you guys. So I hope you all have a great week and we'll see you next week in Geek. Bye. Bye.